It's Wild Card Weekend. Let's step into the hot. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the Pre-Snap right here on the Line Star app, it is me, it is Scott Bogman, and it's you, and we're still going strong here, courtesy of the Line Star app, the best DFS tool site ever. Go out there, get the Line Star app, put it on your phone, put it on your computer, upgrade to the premium product. We got, uh, I got a little inside information. Some new bells and whistles are coming pretty soon for our esteemed uh, leader Eric. So just a little tease there. Some very exciting stuff coming in 2021. And Scott Bogman, we have not one, not two, not three. But four, five, six games this weekend, which I love. Can't get enough of the back-to-back triple headers. I love this new format. I think it's terrific. I want it all the time. I'm a big fan. More playoffs, more football. Yes, please. It is a pants-off watch football weekend. I'm very excited (laughs) for it. Uh, You know, it is a lounge around all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and just watch the football. And I got to wait till the end of the weekend watch my game so it's true uh gonna be having a fun aneurysm on sunday night <laughs> well that that is kind of torturous like to have to be at the a very end. yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't he play for uh the the, the east west game i thought he was in that wasn't he one of the key appeal guys <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious but look we're, we're gonna take you through uh, all the all the games here Go through the players are important. Talk about the strategy and how to approach it because, you know, you've got the Saturday slate, you got the Sunday slate, you got the all weekend slate to choose from and figure things out here. So let's start here with Indianapolis and Buffalo. Now, look, Josh Allen's played fantastic football over the last, you know, six, seven weeks or so. I mean, he is right up there at the top in all the quarterback categories. And, you know, in terms of quarterbacks to pay up for, especially on Saturday, you know, he to me, despite the fact of you have this tough matchup against Indianapolis on paper, you know, I've looked at some of the other quarterbacks recently and they, they're putting up some yardage on that D it's a good defense with good players, but they do give up some points. So for me, I think that Josh Allen is actually worth paying up for a quarterback. I'm slightly concerned about Tom Brady and Chase young. I, I just am. I've seen enough Tom Brady to know great defensive lines can give him all kinds of problems. And in terms of the quarterback play with Seattle and the Rams, I think that's questionable. So I'm in the mode where I'm actually okay paying up for Josh Allen. And I think you can find ways to do it. Now, before we even get to it, his price is $9,750, excuse me. So do you think that Josh Allen is worth paying up for, for, or are you concerned with his matchup against Indy? Oh, I'm not concerned about it at all, Joe, to be honest with you. I, I, and and I, maybe I should be, but you just mentioned the alternatives, you know, it's Mm -hmm. uh, Brady, it's Trubisky. Um, you know, Brady would be the other option that you could realistically take. He can't. Russell Wilson is backed in. The defense has been carrying Seattle. And Jared Goff, it, even if he plays, he's not at 100% right now. And I'm not going with Wolford in, in a playoff matchup against Seattle. So um, I think it's Josh Allen or bust, especially in the Saturday only slate. So. Yeah, and then, again, we can have this grand discussion after we do Sunday, too, and look at the whole weekend. But right now, just looking on Saturday, I like Allen. Now, Diggs is dealing with an oblique injury, which is a little concerning. So uh, you might want to differentiate a little bit there because of that. Now, John Brown just came back, 
John Brown's 47 and 57. Gabriel Davis is just 4K and 5K. And you had Isaiah McKenzie, who <laughs> looked awesome. He's a free square on DK at 33, 49 on FanDuel. So if you want to go with Allen, there's some cheaper wide receivers you could pair up with him and actually make this work that aren't named Stefan Diggs, if indeed you are concerned with the injury. And I got to tell you, you know, oblique injuries can be very tricky things, clearly more for baseball players, but it can't be a great thing for a wide receiver either. So I'm not saying like I'm fading away from Diggs, but I think that it's it's at least smart to maybe look at take some flyers with these other guys. And if so, who sticks out for you in this group? Yeah, Gabe Davis, really. And, and you know, I know John Brown scored the touchdown last week coming back and everything, but Gabe Davis played more snaps still at uh, 38 snaps, 59%. John Brown played 30 at 47%. Uh, McKenzie, though, played 58 snaps, 91% of the snaps last week. Uh, I think he played a little bit more, uh, you know, because put Beasley out. That was the yeah, Beasley yeah. was out. Diggs was banged up. So uh, I don't want to rely on McKenzie. I think I go back to the the Gabe Davis well, um, and he has played well with Josh Allen this whole season as, uh, as well. So uh, I I like Gabe Davis out of this group, and the run the run game is okay here. I don't want Moss or Singletary though. Not really my jam for this weekend. All right. And then, of course, on the other side of this, you got Rivers and Taylor. And, you know, Rivers is a guy that we have a certain times paid for. And then we've actually done pretty well with Rivers. There was a little run there. But um, I don't know. For me, I'm just kind of fading away from um, from the Indianapolis Colts. I'm not against Jonathan Taylor, but I feel like that's a tough buy on a Saturday slate of Taylor and Josh Allen. If I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick uh, Josh Allen just because he controls his own fantasy points so much. Uh, Taylor at 88 and 79. There's no doubt he's been on a phenomenal run to end the season there. But uh, do you want to make a case to paying for Taylor and putting him in there? Or do you want to go for Pascal, who has had a couple touchdowns later? T.Y. Hilton, who, although has gotten quiet lately, did have a good run and certainly looks healthier. Well, I mean, as far as a weather standpoint, too, Jonathan Taylor might be the most equipped going into this game, right? I mean, uh, running back who played at Wisconsin for uh, three seasons. So uh, it's not going to be. You know, it's not going to be terrible, horrible weather, but it is going to be 29 degrees in Buffalo in a dome team, uh, specifically with the quarterback also coming from a West Coast, very temperate city before in L.A. and then San Diego before that. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor is a decent buy. I know he's a little nicked up with the shoulder injury, but they're going to need to lean on him to beat uh, Buffalo because what you have to do right now is you got to run the ball to keep it out of Josh Allen's hands. So I'm actually okay with Jonathan Taylor this weekend. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the next one here. The Rams, obviously, uh, still a question mark as of the time we're recording this show. So um, uh, I'm not going to go with Wolford. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I wouldn't go with Goff anyway. So to be honest with you, I'm kind of out just typically on the Rams offense, especially because the Seattle defense has been good. Now, that being said, if I get Wolford or a hurt Jared Goff, I have to seriously consider rolling yet again this will be about like four weeks in a row for me with the Seattle defense, who's 2,700 on DK. What? 3,600? I mean, that's five of the right? Am I, yeah. am I drunk here or what? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, how, how can we not <laughs> acknowledge the consistent point totals that they're putting up? You uh, you sound like uh, Jerry Seinfeld there for a second. What's what? the deal? Not respect. You know, like Jamal Adams. What's wrong with Jamal Adams? Everybody likes Jamal. Carlos Dunlap. He's great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think the best buy of the week is the Seattle defense. You're either going up against, you know, we've already said it two, three times in this show, not 100% Jared Goff or John Wolford in his second start ever in his career in a playoff game. 
So Seattle defense for me is the easiest buy out of these games. I'm with you um, as far as investing on this uh, Rams offense. I would say the one guy, if if you're going to buy someone from this team, would be Robert Woods. I think he can perform regardless. You know, COVID uh, or a cup coming right off that COVID list. Uh, I almost said COVID coming off that cup list. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, I think that Seattle's defense is the best thing to buy here. I don't know, man. Uh, DK Metcalf, are, are you in this week or are you out? Jalen Ramsey's a tough matchup. He was better in the it second. Is. It is a tough matchup, but I feel like, I mean, it's funny because I wasn't one of the giant Tyler Lockett games against the Rams, if yeah. memory serves. And I think that's that's one of those things where maybe that's the the thing because they're both the same price. See, this is the nice thing. If you're playing multi-entry, and I assume most people are this weekend considering, you know, it's it's not a lot of other things to do, yeah. right? You, you play a couple multi-entries, then you can take shots. You know, you have your Lockett lineup, you have your Metcalf lineup. They're the same price. 69 and 68 for Lockett, 67 and 69 for Metcalf. So you're, you're gold. You're right in there. Leave yourself a, you know, a hundred, $200 buffer and you're gold. So I think that's to be the smarter approach. And in fact, what a, what a lovely thing to be able to do is get Josh Allen, one of the bills receivers, and then get one of these two Seattle guys, because you know, whether you want to play against the matchup and with Tyler Lockett or whether you want to play, um, you know, a contrarian uh, with DK Metcalf with the tougher matchup, I think both of them have, merit i guess i would put it that way it kind of feels that way yeah i'm i'm with you on that uh, i'll definitely you know spe- specifically because they are the same price definitely uh do one one lineup with the one one lineup with the other for sure yeah i think that's definitely the way to go all right now the last one we've got here we've got of course tampa and washington now this is fascinating this is to me a very big four outcome game and i know that's shocking because you look at the line and people in tampa so favored but and uh, something about Washington, they just, you know, they just show up and uh, they show up and they play defense. And that is a, a scary thought. The other thing, and I want to start with Washington this game, is um, the one thing you, you can't run against Tampa, but you can throw the ball to running backs against them. They are terrible against running backs catching the ball in the backfield this year. And that's all Alex Smith likes to do is check down and throw to J.D. McKissick all day long. So that's a really good combination if you are going to go the other end of the spectrum in terms of quarterback and you want to get real cheap here, it's kind of interesting to toy around with Alex Smith and then just go pay up for everything else. Or if you're playing in one of the super flex contests as your second quarterback, kind of interesting there, but regardless, JD McKissick at 48 and 54 is somebody that I would have my eye on very strongly in this game. That's like my, that's like my number one buy from this team. Now, if you want to go crazy and you really do believe in that front, and maybe Washington football team defense with some turnovers, maybe a Brady, because Brady's been turnover prone at times this year. I know he's had a good run, but he's faced some lesser opponents lately. 2,400 for the football team on DK, 37 on FanDuel. And then, of course, Logan Thomas, who, look, it's not a lot of great tight ends here. I mean, Logan Thomas is almost another automatic, like you got to give him a shot, or Gronk, I guess, if you want to go that way. Yeah, I don't want any part of Gronk ever. So no, nah, me neither. I'm a, I'm okay, and I respect Gronk, which means he'll score a touchdown. Like yeah, I feel like that's, yeah, that's kind of I, I, but I'm more than happy living with that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just as likely he'll score a touchdown as it's it's as likely he won't catch any balls. So uh, I don't want any part of Gronk. But Logan Thomas, you know, is going to see uh, a bunch of uh, targets in, in this game, and also. I think Cam Sims is a decent price. You know, he's number two wide receiver on this team. Terry McLaurin a little banged up. So if anything happens to him, I think Washington is going to be down in this game. They're going to have to pass a lot, specifically late in the third, fourth quarter. So I kind of like Cam Sims as a cheaper buy this week. Um, you know, if you're trying to find a cheap option, 
He is at uh, 3,900 in DK, 4,900 on FanDuel. So I think that's a decent buy as well. But it's Thomas. It's McLaurin. Uh, if you want to take Antonio Gibson, I get it. I'm not going to. See, I, I'm, I definitely don't. Like that is, uh, that is ultra contrarian. Uh, I just can't do it. The numbers are just too good on the Tampa side. I'm not going to do it. I will take McKissick though, 48 and 54, and I would do it in cash and I would do it in tournaments because it's cost effective. Now, Tom Brady has spread the ball around quite a bit to these wide receivers in terms of target share in the last few weeks. So Evans Brown and Godwin have all gotten opportunities. Ronald Jones has been pretty good too. He's 55 and 67. I think it's very, very important for them to come out and establish the run right away because if they don't, that's going to be a bad scene for Tom Brady. So if Ronald Jones doesn't get a lot of carries in that first quarter, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a long day. Um, the question is whether or not you want to commit to them committing to Ronald Jones, which is always a problem. It's been better recently since the since the loss in the bye week for them. They've kind of come back, and even when Jones was hurt, they came back to him again. I think it's safe to go in the water with him at 55 and 67. I'm actually okay with this. Uh, and then in terms of the wide receivers, I don't know if you've got a favorite in this group in terms of matchup, but how would you – play this grouping here with Godwin with Evans and Brown. Do you just play for the touchdown with Evans or are you worried about his health? No, I'm worried about Evans. I don't want any part of him this week. Uh, you know, that, that injury that he had looked nasty. I did not want any part of that. So uh, I, I'm, but I'm going to be in favor of Chris Godwin. I feel like Chris Godwin is finally getting healthy and he looked great last week. I think he's going to look good this week too. I'm also not against uh, buying uh, Antonio Brown. This week, you know, looks like him and Tom Brady have finally uh, established that connection. And, you know, Tom got his bonus last week and everything. Sure did. So, Where's uh, my I, bonus? Where's my bonus, right. Tom Brady? <laughs> I'll catch a ball from you for, uh, you know, a quarter of a million dollars or whatever That's you get. Right. That's right. <laughs> no, I'm, but you don't have to go give all that money to movers now. So it's true. Know. It's true. Antonio, that, Antonio Brown's already spent that money. It's a good chance. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I like, I like AB. At sixty one hundred, but I think Chris Godwin is seventy seventy eight and seven thousand on FanDuel and DK respectively. I think that's a decent buy as well. Here's what I would do: Godwin in cash because I do just believe the safe floor of Godwin with Brady is very good. Yeah, and then I would do Brown in tournaments because he's cheaper by a thousand. That's fair. Yeah, you know, or or five hundred to a thousand depending on the site. So like, you're, I'm you're not getting as into the run game as you are. Um, I just think it's necessary. It's necessary to establish because you want to wear out Chase Young and Montez Sweat. But you and might you get that. You know, look, we're gonna keep going to it, but it's running into a brick wall. You know what I mean? You know what? You almost have to twenty-eight yards. Like, you almost have to do the you know two yards in a cloud of dust thing, yeah. just to keep them honest. Just right. to wear them out, because if you don't, by the time you get to the third and fourth quarter, it's your linemen that are going to be really tired. And then, you know, you want to you got to take some air to that bubble. And th- those are some young boys, too. You know, Sweat and Young <laughs> are are just that. They're young. Yeah. They're, they, you know, they got a lot of energy. That's dangerous. I did like what Bruce Arian said, though. You know, well, uh, I'm not what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. Be careful what you wish for, because, it, I mean, come on. The guy doesn't have six rings for nothing here. He does. Absolutely. But. Come on, you know me. I've been watching Tom Brady since Michigan, man. I'm an old fart here, and I'm telling you, you put him on his back, and that's it. And that's- yeah, but I think you know the, the most successful way to pressure Brady is up the middle, move him off his spot, and uh, they they got a lot of pressure in Washington. Up the middle is not their best. On the edges, that's best. true. I, I that's think Brady could be able to, to step up and be fine here. I, I think the other thing to consider too is when you're looking at you know this whole Chase Young thing. I mean. The guy was literally saying these things and skipping off the field in joy. Like, 
Uh, Chase Young's oh, just excited. Yeah, of course. Like, I think people who took this stuff way too personal, like, dude, the guy's skipping. How do you take anything a guy a says skipping seriously? Or the game, you know. Yeah. Uh, now, if Washington wins, we all know there won't be a handshake after the game. From no. But, uh, I mean, if Tom, let me tell you, if they he loses and he doesn't shake Alex Smith's hand, I might take my Tom Brady poster down. I might just do it. <laughs> that man almost lost his life playing football. You go shake that man's hand. Yeah, you I shake Alex Smith's hand. The guy came back from uh, his leg almost fell off. You shake Alex Smith's hand. You want you don't shake Jared Goff. You would not care. You don't shake Jared Goff's hand. Fine. He probably got one of those weird limp handshakes, especially now with the thumb all dislocated. It's probably all gross and weird. You know, it's all clammy. But whatever. <laughs> all right. Everybody let's... knows broke thumbs are clammy thumbs. Don't shake his hand. He might have COVID, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I wouldn't shake Nick Foles' hand either. He's been on so many teams. God knows where he's been. (laughs) Tucson. All right. All right. (laughs) Let's move on to Sunday. All right. So that's your Saturday slate. So basically there's some, the sum up, go cheap on one end uh, with quarterback with Alex Smith. If you want to get wackadoo, if you don't, then I think you, you go pay up for Josh Allen. I just think it's the best thing to do across the board. Uh, As far as running backs, it is tough out there. It's tough sledding on that Saturday slate for running backs. So I still like Ronald Jones and McKissick. Um, do you want to make it a case for Carson or anybody else, or you want to pay up for Taylor? I mean, you can pay up for Taylor. I'll simply pay because, for Taylor. Yeah, yeah, there is there is paying for Taylor and Allen. Those are the two big tickets because you're getting a discount on DK. You're getting a discount on Lockett. You're getting a discount on most of the Buffalo wide receivers. So I think there's there's a lot of room for wiggling around there with that. So you know, don't don't overthink it. And for God's sakes, listen, just go with that Seattle defense, please. Let's just, yes. Yeah. That's my favorite buy is oh, yeah, so yeah. I, I'm okay with McKissick. I'm also okay with uh, Gibson and a, you know, um, uh, attorney play uh, just because we've it's seen super it contrarian, but he's been good. I, I know. And he can catch the ball too. And he it's can. not something that we've seen him do, but I, I think they, if he's going to be, if he's going to be back this week, they need to decide, they need to design some passes to him because you just got to get the ball in his hands. He's electric. All right, let's move on to Sunday here. Baltimore, Tennessee. Hello. This is the game. This is the one. (laughs) Get all your money out. Uh, So if you're playing the all weekend slate, this is where you want to focus there. I mean, I just, I just feel like it's, it's, it's got to be, I mean, you've got Baltimore trying the week. So what you, you've got them, you know, it's the highest total of the week. Yeah. We talked about Tennessee and Houston last week. I remember was it, what's the under over is a good bit of a hundred. I don't care. I'm I'm in. This one's over four and a half and no other games. Actually, Indy Buffalo cracked 50 at 51. Everything else, 47 and a half and lower. And look, the Baltimore defense is terrific, but Tennessee is going to find some ways to score in this game. Lamar Jackson getting smoked. If if Baltimore comes out, I mean, this is a revenge game narrative, all that good stuff for for Baltimore. They lost to Tennessee last year, not expecting to do it. And, um, you know, this is this is what Lamar has been waiting for. This is going to be his symphony here i think, I think <laughs> crazy i'm a big lamar guy this weekend for sure lamar and josh allen you can't really go wrong with either one of those two quarterbacks the way they're playing right now so uh if you're doing the sunday only lineup lamar i feel like lamar has to be your quarterback all right what if you're doing the whole weekend which one would you go lamar or uh, I, I, I like josh allen because he's a little bit cheaper yeah, uh, I, I kind of agree with that, too. I take the small savings there, but yeah. lamar has been great on Sunday. I think he's a must play. Uh, J.K. Dobbins has what, like five straight weeks with a touchdown, six straight weeks. That's crazy. Like the run Go he's on. Been... Well, absolutely. <clears throat> I would keep going back to this. Well, it's still cost effective. Sixty six and sixty eight. It's I mean, it started this. This run started. He was like fifty eight hundred. 
And then it stayed all the way to 64 till last week. And now it's finally jumped up to 68. So finally he's being recognized. Now Marquise Brown has like a touchdown in five straight games too, but I, I don't, I just, he's tournament only. He's going to drive you crazy. Well, I'm sorry. Hold on. Back up. Marquise Why Brown. Are you so uh, look, he's a Raven and a Sooner. I should hate him on this show. Oh, I, I, Not you. Because when I watch him, I watch him quit on routes. I watch him one-hand balls over the middle that he should catch with two hands. I watch him basically score touchdowns when the defense makes a mistake. It's like watching a bad hitter who Have hits home runs on Tennessee's the stage. defense this year, though? Yeah, I know. I know. It's a okay. tournament play. Don't play it in cash because one of these games, I'm telling you, it's going to bite you in the rear, and I don't know when it's coming, but winter is coming for Marquise Brown. It's coming at any point, and I would not be shocked. So I, I'm absolutely with you on that. Like, we know what Marquis Brown a fan. is. He, he, he's, uh, you know, he's Deshaun Jackson re- reborn. He's a hit or miss player for sure. He's he, not he, as good of a wide receiver as Deshaun. I'm not sorry. He's not. Not yet. Not yet. That's an yeah. insult to Deshaun Jackson. You're right stylistically, but not in talent. No way, no how. I think he I think he could be, but they also don't design plays for him. They want to run the ball 8 million times every single game. Well, so, it's working. Recently, though. He's been getting the ball because they've been designing plays for him. So I think that's going to be more engaged Marquise Brown. So I'm actually okay. I'm not going to poo-poo him like like Joe does. So I'm okay (laughs) with Marquise Brown this week. Oh, since week 12, Ryan Tannehill has 11 passing touchdowns and six rushing touchdowns. I just want to throw that out there. Dude is crazy. Kind of a fun stat, right? Yeah, he's just been insane. You know, he keeps running in and then doing the flip into the end zone too. Like, uh, with the ball, uh, I'm, I, I feel like Baltimore gets up in this game and then Tennessee, uh, tries to come back late. And that's where you get all your points from the AJ Browns, Ryan Tannehill, Corey Davis, John o. Smith's, all those guys. So. Now, the one guy you didn't mention is Derek Henry. So are you, because that's the game script in your mind for this game, do you fade away from Henry at 10, two and nine, two? Cause that's, that's a lot. I mean, I mean, we I love Derek Henry here, but it's tough. But you have limited options here. You, you're not going to take anyone from Pittsburgh, obviously, uh, you know, uh, Chicago and New Orleans. Uh, you, you could you could go. With oh, I'm taking Montgomery. I, I'm, I'm good with Montgomery. Montgomery is fine, too. But who? OK, so who's your well, I got Montgomery? Guy? I got Dobbins. I could pair those guys together. Yeah, I, like I, I, I guess there are some more options that I'm giving credit to. But you Derek Henry to Sunday's me better than Saturday. Saturday's a kind of a wasteland at running back, I think. It, well, I don't want Chubb necessarily because I don't want. That's fair. No, I, I understand. But I, I mean, but, is Chubb uh, not going to score a touchdown? Like well, the Chubb floor and it's a limited slate. The Chubb floor is probably still like what? 80 and a touchdown. Well, who the hell knows what we're going to see from Cleveland, right? Because that's true. Gonna be there. And Alex Van Pelt's going to be calling plays like uh, it, it's it's just going to be strange for Cleveland this week. I mean, you know, them being in the playoffs is strange anyway. But uh, the. the um. I'm okay buying Derrick Henry and paying up for him. He's just been unstoppable. So, uh, you know, I, I think Baltimore can slow him down, but 100 yards and a touchdown, he's going to get that. So, but still, 100 yards and a touchdown at 10 2 is that's a you floor, know. though. You know, that that's a floor. You can't, uh, you see, can't I think really that's, say I think anybody that's... else is going to get 100 yards and a touchdown 100% for sure. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Now let's play a little game pay up or pay down. AJ Brown, 7K84, or Corey Davis, 48 and 64. Uh, give me AJ <laughs> Brown because Corey Davis can disappear. Uh, Corey Davis on DK at 48 for me. Uh, AJ Brown on FanDuel. That's how I want to do it. Uh, and I, I would play AJ Brown also on DK. He's 7K. <laughs> but like, 
Corey Davis at 48 on the DK lineup, you're crazy not to take a shot in a tournament with him because he does have those boom games. And if you can get that boom game at that price, that does allow you to get like, feel like Davis it, and Henry is the, is the combination there. You know, as that, soon that as I tell people Henry. to start mm-hmm. Corey Davis, he will catch zero footballs like every single time. So, uh, that's why I'm just going to be anti Corey Davis until this year is over. We'll re- we'll review Corey Davis in 2021 for Bogman, but until then, no thanks. Ryan Tannehill's at 82 and 66. If you're playing the entire weekend, would you go with Tannehill in the middle? Lamar. No, just pay up for Lamar. Just pay up for Lamar. Okay, yeah. or or Josh Allen still. Okay, or just Josh Allen. Yeah, one of those two for uh, the whole weekend, but on Sunday only, just pay up for Lamar. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same mind, especially with the Tennessee's defense has been, which is not good. Uh, Trubisky and the Bears are playing with house money here. Uh, 5,300 and 6,900 for Trubisky. Montgomery, 69 and 84. Reasonable for Montgomery. Very reasonable. Allen Robinson, reasonable. 7,265. I mean, this trio has been incredibly productive. You want to throw darts at Jimmy Graham and Cole Komet? Have at it. But, I mean, this this magical trio of Trubisky, Robinson, and Montgomery has been pretty good. And you know what's funny? Like, the cornerbacks are unimpressive to me with the New Orleans Saints. They just are. I mean, Lattimore has good games against Mike Evans and everybody else. He looks pedestrian. I, I'm just kind of, I'm over that. Um, yeah. So I, I think this is the, this is the sneaky play. I think of the weekend where the bears would not shock me if they kind of said, Hey, you know what? Nobody thinks we should be here anyway. Let's just go for it. And, and they actually put up some points. I, I don't think they're going to win, but I think they could actually have a decent return on investment. Cause I think that New Orleans is still trying to figure things out. I mean, they're getting Michael Thomas back, but like, they they oddly seem like a work in progress still to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that the Bears are gonna win this game. I don't think that happens, but I, I think they can cover. And like you said, they've been playing strong the whole year. I really like the whiteouts for Chicago in this game. You know, uh, you already mentioned Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney's been putting up some good weeks here and there. Anthony Miller might even be a decent buy. Um, I think they should be down in this game. So uh, I, I think we could see a little bit of production. And they played earlier this year. Anthony Miller had eight catches against them for 73 yards on 11 targets. He led them in targets that game. A-Rob, uh, seven for six, uh, seven targets, six catches, 87 and a score. And Mooney had a touchdown in this game as well for Chicago uh, in week eight uh, when Chicago played New Orleans. And that was kind of, you know, that was before they were clicking on all cylinders there. So um, that was with Nick Foles throwing the ball in that game. So uh, I, I'm actually, I'm okay with the whiteouts here as I think the Bears should be down and playing a little bit of catch up. Uh, not as into Montgomery as you are, but I do still like him. All right, let's uh, go to the other side here and talk about uh, Emmanuel Sanders, a 5K and 62, I think is intriguing. Everybody have a lot of attention on Michael Thomas, but should the attention be on Michael Thomas at 68 yes. and 63 coming back? You want to take let him discount? Dude, they just let him rest for three straight weeks. Everyone is down on this guy because he didn't score a regular season touchdown. I'm going two scores this week for Michael Thomas. Well, if that's the case, is Drew Brees the mid-level quarterback at 78 and 57 for the entire weekend slate? Um, Because I keep trying to find that middle, like, who's the pay-down QB as we go through here? I don't think you should pay down for QB. That's fair. Look, I don't don't either, but I know some people like to. And if you're paying up for Derrick Henry, you're going to have to. So it either means it's Tannehill or it's Drew Brees. That's probably, or I mean, if you want to play I a role, lineups with, with Lamar and Derrick, and I worked up some lineups with Josh Allen and Derrick. I, it can be done. So oh, it's I, definitely I, doable. 
Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to take those two off the table together. Um, you know, throw Cam, Cam Sims is unbelievably cheap, cheap. I'm going with, uh, you know, Troutman got a lot of snaps last week for new Orleans too. So I, I think he could be decent here. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think this is a Michael Thomas breakout game. He rested him for three weeks back at practice. I think he's ready to rock. So I'm definitely taking Michael Thomas on a, uh, shut everybody up game in the playoffs. Ooh. All right, well, Alvin Kamara time, 9,000 for him, 8,500 on DK, 9 on FanDuel. Uh, is Alvin Kamara a piece worth paying up for in this game? Or because you like Michael Thomas so much, you want to fade away from that and just pick a side? Yeah, I, I, I'm picking a side here. My side is Michael Thomas. I don't think that Kamara is going to play terribly or anything, but I think if you're the Bears, you just have to pick something and stop it, and they have to pick Kamara. You cannot let Kamara beat you. So I think uh, I think Kamara is going to be focus A, number one, number two, number three for Chicago. I think they're going to attempt to shut him down to slow this offense down. So I don't think he has his best game. Not saying he can't, you know, Alvin Kamara is obviously uh, liable to make a, a breakoff play and snap off a huge touchdown at any point. No one would be shocked, but you know, Chicago's defense, which hasn't been as good as it was early in the season, but is still uh, a pretty decent defense. So I expect Kamara to be kind of middling this week. All right, let's get to your Pittsburgh Steelers. Hosting the Cleveland Browns again, you know, fingers crossed that everybody makes it here in the Cleveland game. Uh, Baker Mayfield's at 54 and 67. Uh, I got to say, I, I feel like the air is out of the Cleveland balloon a little bit. I don't think they've been the same team since that game in, in, in with Baltimore. I think yeah. that game with Baltimore, it took a lot of juice out of them. And sometimes that happens. You play that game and the loser of that game doesn't doesn't recover. And Baltimore's rolled ever since. And I feel like they've been scrambling ever since. And the COVID issues certainly don't help the case. But um, for me, it's I, I feel like this is where the Steelers defense shows up. Um, look, Higgins is intriguing at 41 and 55. Landry is cost effective at 58 and 66. I get all that. Nick Chubb is only 7,700. I mean, geez, that's that's so tempting because it's yeah. really it's so far down there that it may it, are you tempted just to take the discount on the floor of Chubb? I am. Oh, of course. You have to be. Look, the Steelers give up huge plays. Well, this too. is why that, you don't that, have to take Kamara because you could take Chubb, I feel like, and kind of be in the same universe. Right. Right. And, you know, uh, the Steelers love to give up gigantic plays, and Nick Chubb loves to. I mean, you, you last week he ran for a 52 yard <laughs> touchdown. So, know. you know, uh, that. That notwithstanding, I'm I'm trying not to invest in the Cleveland offense without their play caller. You know, Stefanski's not going to be there. It's going to be Alex Van Pelt calling plays. I, I not sitting here telling you that Alex Van Pelt is not going to put together a winning game plan. I could absolutely see Cleveland beating Pittsburgh. I, you know, it would not shock me as a Steelers fan at all. Steelers backed into the playoffs. They're not playing great football right now. But I'll say with a lot of Pittsburgh players getting a rest last week and getting rejuvenate, rejuvenated and playing at home this week, I don't want to start too many Cleveland players. I'm definitely not stacking Cleveland. I think Chubb is the guy, and that's about it. I don't want to mess with anything else there. Steelers are expensive defensively, too. 4,836. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's tough because... You know they, what? I would rather just pay for Chicago's defense and see if, what they can do. You know, because they're cheap. It's fair. They're like thirty seven hundred on FanDuel or something like that. Yeah, I think I, I would go there. Uh, we know that if you're playing the whole weekend, Seattle's your defense. If you do anything else, you're kind of crazy. I don't know why you would. So stick with Seattle for sure. If it's yeah, Seattle all weekend. weekend. Seattle Saturday, Sunday only is tougher. I think Chicago's not. I mean, look, I think Baltimore will have will create a turnover or two probably, but 
it's you it's got different. they got to get a pick six because we know Tennessee yeah. is going to score even if they're down they're either going to play point for point or yeah. they're going to come back from being down and they're going to score so uh, I I'm not going to pay up for Pittsburgh's defense even though I did just say you know I don't know how Cleveland's offense is going to be well that was um, why I was asking is like I, I'm I'm thinking the same thing you are but it's really expensive to find to out the money. answer. It's really not about not liking the Steelers defense. I do, but it's about saving money for me. Yeah. So I, I want Chicago's defense just to see if they can make a play or something. Eddie Jackson gets a ball in his hands. He's taking it to the house. So um, I, I would go with, I, I love the wide receivers in this game. Obviously you want no part of the run game for Pittsburgh at all. It's been miserable the whole year. Did you see that stat that uh, Derrick Henry has more yards after contact rushing than the Steelers and Texans had all season. Jesus, that's amazing. <laughs> something rushing yards after contact. Wow. And that's wow. more than Pittsburgh. So you don't Such want any part. You don't want any part of the run game. No James Conner, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Deontay Johnson, I love 62 and 7,000. Just obviously he's Roethlisberger's number one target when he's out well, there. Well, the target volume for John, Deontay Johnson is just off the chain. Like if you don't, yeah. if you don't have him as a lock in your DK lineup, you're nuts. Like right. gives the four points is so good at 6,200. And it's like a decent salary. It's not absurd. It's actually quite fair, I think. But he yeah. does have touchdown upside. Juju's like in the middle. And I think that's that's my problem with Juju. It's like, you know, I'd rather get the volume with Deontay Johnson and maybe I get the touchdown than just kind of hope and wish that Juju has. And about the, I would rank them Johnson, Schuster, Claypool if I had to rank them this week. Yeah. But Johnson to me, especially on DraftKings specifically, is the is the best of the buys for me. Yeah, I'm absolutely with you on that. So I don't want any other part of the, the Steelers offense. I don't like Ebron, and he's been banged up. Not a big Vance McDonald guy. None of the run game. Uh, so I think it's the wide receivers you can buy, and I would rank him the same way you do, Joe. I'd go uh, Deontay, Juju, Claypool. All right, let's have a little fun here. Is there anybody in mind for you of, like, the dart throw? Because you know when you have these shorter slates, there's always, like, that one guy who scores yeah. a touchdown. I know I've got one, and it's David Moore. Because we all know David Moore could catch one ball for 80 yards and a touchdown. And it's like, oh, right. hip, there it is. There's David Moore. Like, that's the guy that I would circle and maybe throw it, you know, throw like, yep, yeah, let's, let's put David Moore free square in a lineup on DK and see what happens there. I think, you know, you're going to have to do one or two of those kind of things to really make a big change. So how about yeah, you? Is there I, anyone for you? I think I said my two earlier, you know, Gabe Davis with Buffalo, just him and you know, him and getting in the end zone are, are quite the pair. So I, I do like him. He should see uh, hopefully a decent amount of snaps here, especially if Diggs is hurt. He'll see a ton of snaps. And then Troutman. Troutman getting more involved in this passing offense every single week with New Orleans. And uh, he, the dude can catch the ball. He may not be a great blocker, but he can absolutely snag a football. So uh, I could see him getting in the end zone as well. There you have it. There's your Saturday. There's your Sunday. There's your whole weekend pants free watching football and hanging out and playing a little DFS with us. So again, you can follow us on the Twitter machine at line star app at line star NFL at Bogman sports at Joe Pisa PS 17. And don't just uh, think that we're done here. Cause we're not, cause hopefully on deck, we'll be back again before you know it for a little baseball. So go and wherever you listen to your podcasts, Go subscribe now to the On Deck podcast for DFS Baseball. That'll do it for me and Boggs. Enjoy your wild card weekend. We hope it's wild for you and a lot of fun. There's nothing left to do now except don't sit win. You've been listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.